Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, lolly, And welcome to the show that is Sugary Spiceness and Everything Niceness here on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at acrfm.org.au. Hello, Mr. Max, how are you? I'm good. Uh, 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 what, what's going on? It's, it doesn't sound like uh, you're broadcasting from your bedroom. Yeah, I'm back in the studio. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time coming. We've uh, been looking forward to being back in the studio, socially distanced. Uh So, uh, yeah, how's uh, how's the first week back in the (laughs) studio feeling for you? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) And uh, what else have we got? So, do you go back to school straight away this week? Uh, yeah, back tomorrow. Back tomorrow as well. Excellent. Yeah. So lots of uh, almost there experiences. Yeah. yeah. You're looking forward to getting back? Yeah. Did you ever think you would say that out loud, <laughs> that you were looking forward to going to school? Uh, being boring at home. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Who would have ever thought there would be kids out there saying, it's boring at home, I want to go to school? <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, seeing all my friends. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what pretty much everyone's going to be looking forward to the most is catching up after what has been two terms of almost hardly seeing anyone in the real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, something else that is happening here in the studio is that uh, OCRFM are celebrating 29 years of broadcasting. Uh-huh. So there's... Uh, a little bit of a party vibe out the front of the studio here. Uh-huh. We're also combining it with the fact that we're supporting the Pink Up Colac um, campaign. Yeah. So we've got a bit of a pink party <laughs> happening out the front. And uh, as we said last week, considering that Colac is pinking up, that's what we're doing as well here on Afternoon Delight. So all this month, we're going to try and focus on pink sweet treats of some description. Uh-huh. So uh, we're happily taking suggestions from folks out there who would like to uh, suggest some sweet treats. Uh, We've also got to finish off the yum box because there is one thing left to go. We better uh, kick off with that, hey, and find out what's the last thing in the Egyptian yum box. Okie dokie, Max. Now, we've had sweet and savoury things all month. Quite quite mm-hmm. a surprise uh, in the Egyptian um, category. Yep. I, I didn't think they would have that many sweet treats, but mm. we've, we've, we've managed to have pretty much one of each each week 
What is our final thing on the list? It's wafer with sesame and coffee cream. Wafer with sesame and coffee cream. Okay, again, something I don't real I wouldn't have thought we was a, an Egyptian delicacy. That said, we did have the chocolate wafers with the hazelnut last week. Yeah. Okay. So, something we learnt um, about Egyptian hospitality last week on the show was that it's a two-way street. If you go visit somebody, the expectation is you bring a gift with you. Uh-huh. So, hosts supply the coffee and you supply the chocolate <laughs> in this regard. Um, you'd hardly have sat down in an Egyptian home before you were offered a cup and it's considered a must to accept. So, if you go visiting, expect a drink. <laughs> You can take your pick of the super bitter brew, which is called uh, Sada, the mildly sweet brew, Ariha, that sounds more Egyptian, I would have thought, the medium sweet, Mazbut, or the very sweet, Ziada. If you're extremely lucky, you can take it in the form of this sesame paste filled wafer. And uh, when you clink cups to... uh, Say cheers to each other in Arabic. It is fisiaktum. No, nope, I've really mispronounced that. Sahikum. I'm not going to try again because I'll be offending someone. But uh, there you go. So it's a wafer filled with halawa and coffee. So sesame paste, halawa. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we better have a look here at this uh, wafer with sesame and coffee cream. Mm-hmm. Now, regular listeners of the show would know I am not a fan of coffee-flavoured anything, but you are. (laughs) So, packaging-wise, it's a uh, foil-lined plastic packaging. Uh Bright green. It looks to have maybe Arabic symbols on it as well, Um, around the outside. Kind of Arabic patterns. So, it's in tiny little wafer biscuit form. And looking inside, you can see the, is it a three-layer? So it's wafer, sesame cream, wafer, sesame cream, wafer, or am I making that up? I think so. <laughs> is it just wafer, sesame cream stuff in the center? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it strangely looks like there's two layers of the sesame cream, though. Yeah. Maybe there's not a wafer in between. Looks like it. It is the tiny, tiny um, crisscross, though, on the wafers. Yep. Reminiscent of those little... I can't remember the exact terminology of them. I remember a finger and a hand of these wafer biscuits, and I can't think what the... Tina. Tina wafers is uh, what these kind of look a little bit like. Okay, Mm. let's have a nibble. Coffee cream and uh, sesame paste on the inside. Max is going for the crunch. What are you thinking there, Max? Can't taste much. Got a very vanilla wafery taste on the outside, which is very dry. That aftertaste doesn't really taste nice. Yeah, it's quite bland, and it almost tastes... If dry was a taste... (laughs) (laughs) um, There's a little bit of a sesame overtone to it. I think it creeps up on you. The more you let it kind of sit in your mouth the more you can taste the sesame yep but yeah it's certainly not something you'd and 
for something that's got coffee flavour in it, I'm struggling to get that too. <laughs> there is, yeah, there's probably more of a sesame taste than a coffee taste, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That said, it's made out of, um, the wafer is wheat flour, soy flour, uh, palm oil. Then the flavour on the inside is coffee, cornstarch, sesame paste, sugar, and more palm oil. Hmm. Yeah, certainly not what I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah. Very dry. And I suppose if you are having it with a coffee, that would be where <laughs> the liquid would come from in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. It, it It's a very dry taste. Yeah. Quite odd. Uh, do I... Thumbs up, thumbs down on that one? I'm going to go one thumb up. Yeah, I'd say one out of <laughs> two there. Bit, bit odd. Yeah. Okie dokie, have you had uh, much of a chance to flick through the rest of the little booklet that comes with the Unbox? Uh, not really. Uh-huh, no. <laughs> well, I, might, I might see if you can guess these then. <laughs> We've got uh, four different Egyptian dishes... And their names. So I'll describe the dish to you, and I want you to tell me, is it goulash, is it dukkah, falafel, or bisara? Do you need me to show you the pictures of those four things before we start? Yeah. That would be a little bit helpful, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So across the studio here, there's your goulash, and the dukkah, falafel comes in kind of a... Looks like that. Mm. And there we go. Okay. So this one is a phyllo dough, ground beef, butter, and milk. Is that goulash, dukkah, falafel, or bisara? Falafel. Falafel? Yeah. It is goulash. Oh. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, good try, though. Um, so it's kind of a, a, almost like a pie you can see through. Mm-hmm. The the pastry on the outside is very light and crumbly by the look of that. That said, I thought goulash was more a um, a stew. Mm. Mm. Uh, if I had ground sesame, ground hazelnuts, coriander, cumin, salt, and pepper, what have I made? Is it dukkah, falafel, or basara? Um, basara. <laughs> no, this one's dukkah. So it's uh, kind of a mixed herb. I'm guessing you would use it for seasoning or uh, sprinkling on different dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I'll give you falafel and basara. Uh, sorry. Yes. Falafel and basara are going to be the two things here. One of them is pureed fava beans, garlic, olive oil, lemon juice, red pepper, cumin and salt. The other is dried fava beans, chickpea, tahini sauce, red onion, dill, and garlic. How do you mix and match those two? <laughs> so the first one, pureed fava, fava beans. The second one, dried fava beans. Which one's falafel? Which one's bisara? Is the second one the falafel? Is the second one the falafel? It certainly is. <laughs> so falafel is a bit like a wrap. It is um, dried fava beans, uh, chickpea, tahini sauce, red onion, dill and garlic, kind of in a wrap. 
by the look of that picture there. And the Basara is the pureed fava bean, so it's more of a dip or a spread. Pureed uh, fava beans, garlic, olive oil, lemon juice, red pepper, cumin, and salt. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, did we, were you, you part of the show when we did, um, uh, what is that? Oh, it's gone out of my head now. That was ground up chickpeas. It was not, not the most pleasant tasting thing we ever had. <laughs> I now can't think of what it's called. Tip my tongue. Anyway. So there you go. That was uh, Egypt from our uh, Yum box. Mm-hmm. And uh, do we have clues as to what the next one might be? Am I be on the back. looking for a clue? Check the social media page at the end of the month to see where we're going next. Ooh. How long ago did we get that? <laughs> <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. They're not putting it on the booklet anymore. Making it go to their their website. Well, we will just have to wait and see on the box then, won't we? (laughs) Uh, But that is our yum box for this week. We'll Mm -hmm. take a quick break. We'll be back to check out this week's Lolly History. It is time to talk all about this week's topic, and because our uh, theme for the whole month is pink, the first one we're looking at is the Big Boss. Uh-huh. Now, what do you know about Big Boss? Uh, it has the musk sticks. Yeah. And, yeah. So they're, they're <laughs> part of the musk stick range these days. Um, originally, though, they were marketed a little bit differently. So technically they're a, a type of musk stick and I, I it blew my mind when I first found this out, but musk sticks are very much an Australian New Zealand thing. Not not anywhere else in the world really has the musk stick style lolly. Um, they consist of a fondant and it's usually pink that's extruded through a big, long machine, and it makes it that kind of star shape or the ridged... um, So it's like a big toothpaste thing that gets squeezed out and then goes a little bit hard. The flavour and aroma is quite reminiscent of musk perfume, which is where the musk sticks gets their name from. Sometimes they're called musk sweets or musk lollies. They date back to the early 1900s, the earliest uh, written reference about them is from the Australian Worker in 1927, which talks about the pink curly musk sticks, which were available at the time. There's not much in regard to the product itself, history-wise. Um, they range. It's reported that they sell about 24 million musk sticks a year, which is quite a lot, but in the giant scheme of lolly things, not the biggest numbers. Hmm. Um, but they're a very divisive kind of product, musk sticks. You either like them or you do not like them at all. Yeah. Um, are you a musk stick fan? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Because um, there was a, a big debate back in uh, 2018, I think, on either Facebook or like an ABC poll or something. 
and mustics apparently disgust tourists just as much as they delight Australians. We are accustomed to them and their odd flavour compared to what other countries have. But apparently a lot of tourists, when they try them for the first time, go, no, 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 not for me. <laughs> um, the They appear in the Disgusting Food Museum in Sweden <laughs> because of that. Mm. Um, they do have other flavours of musk dick, though. Technically, they're not a musk stick because the flavour changes. They just become a sugar fondant stick or whatever. They still call them musk sticks, though. Yep. Um, under the brand Fruit Sticks, which has a fruit fruit flavoured variant. So they come then in yellow, orange colours in kind of short mm-hmm. little bits. Um, the musk flavoured mints are also produced by the Dollar Sweet Company and uh, they're sold through the Lions Club brand. You might might have had those before. But in particular, the ones that we're looking at are the Big Boss. Now, they're called dynamite sticks or candy sticks these days. Mm -hmm. But what do you notice about the packaging of them? Uh, They've got the same person on them as the musk sticks. As the musk (laughs) sticks, yeah. So do you know what that kind of character looks like? Like a boss. Big Boss, yeah. So he's kind of a gangster hitman. And back in the early days of Big Bosses, they were marketed as Big Boss cigars. (laughs) (laughs) So have you ever had the little, they're called fads these days, but originally Uh were called fags, the little white musk sticks? Uh Uh, Originally, they came in little boxes that mimicked a cigarette box and had a little red tip at the end. That's exactly what Big Boss used to be like. They used to come in the long sticks and they had a red colour at the end to make it look like a giant cigar. Mm-hmm. And so kids would pretend to smoke a Big Boss cigar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but these days they've been revamped because it's kind of politically incorrect to market something towards children that looks like you're smoking. They took away the red colouring off the end and call them dynamite sticks. You don't see them much in the boxes anymore. They used to be sold in a a box on kind of your little corner store display cabinet. Yeah. And you'd buy them individually. You can still apparently get them, but they dry out too quickly. So they often sell them just in sealed plastic packages these days. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, quite a a trip down memory lane is the big boss. (laughs) Things like Redskins, Golden Gay Times, they're kept elements of their original name but because they were quite controversial in a PC new age modern culture um, that's why they've changed their marketing because you know back in the the olden days if it was a cold morning and you were huffing and puffing out hot steamy breath it would look like you were yeah, smoking your big boss cigar <laughs> you'd be the Don or the, the godfather but that is why they have that kind of caramelly look to them. Uh-huh. Um, and so the original Big Boss sticks are caramel flavoured. But there are other varieties of Big Boss um, flavours. The reason we're going with these ones is they've got a pinkish hue to them. Yeah. But you can get Tutti Fruity, which is uh, bright blue, like <laughs> luminescent blue. It looks like last week we were talking about eating a highlighter. Um, that's how bright blue these tutti-frutti Big Boss sticks are. (laughs) 
Uh, as we said, they have the fruit flavour sticks, which come in pink, yellow, or green, depending on which fruit flavour it is. And they also have a bubblegum version, which are pinker than the caramel ones. But the most easily purchased ones, the the kind of the musk stick version, are the mini musk sticks, which are bright pink. We have them here in the studio. You can hear them in the packaging. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and the uh, the big bosses, which are a lot longer. They would be about 15 centimetres in length, I'd be predicting. And um, packaging-wise, uh, they've, they've, as we said, got that caricature of a kind of a, a, a mafia hitman, perhaps. And the big boss has some text on the back of the package that says, Hey, I'm talking here. Listen up. I'm back, bigger, badder, and better than ever. You'll be seeing me. It is 15 centimetres. Oh, there you go. That was <laughs> that was a very good guess. I'm predicting then. Oh, so five centimetres for the mustic minis. Let's see. Let's, let's see how I go here. Max has his magic measuring stick out. <laughs> About three and a half oh, centimetres. Oh, I was up on that one. That's estimation. <laughs> So uh, there you go, Big Boss. Um, the musk stick candy. We'll be putting them head to head after the break. But if you've got any memories of Big Bosses, feel free to uh, to share. Already on the Facebook page, uh, we've had a couple of comments. Um, Marie says, I love those things. Open a pack and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's because, yeah, they're, they're soft and firm at the same time. Yeah. It, it, there's a magic in between Big Boss. If they're too warm, they're too soft, and they're all floppy and yuck. If they've been exposed to air for too long, they're really hard. They could almost snap your teeth. Uh-huh. But just in between, if they're kept at the right temperature, they're kept in the packaging and that sort of stuff. They're perfect. They are perfect. <laughs> they kind of almost melt in your mouth. Yeah. So uh, let us know. 0439 329 713 is the text line. Or you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know. What are your big boss memories? And we'll be back after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time to go head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight and we're going to be pitting Big Boss the Caramel Dynamite Sticks, Mm -hmm. as we were just saying before, originally based on cigars, versus the musk sticks, which are the smaller, tiny little star-shaped versions of the uh, the Big Boss. They're all now produced by the same company. I'm not sure if originally mm-hmm. musk sticks were produced by Big Boss, but considering it's a similar process, similar format, you would assume they would be. Yeah. They certainly are now, though. <laughs> so we go Big Boss first or Musk Stick first? Uh, musk Sticks. Musk Sticks, okay. So these are the Musk Stick Minis. As you said, when they're piped out on the conveyor belt and chopped up, uh, they come out squirted in a, a special star-shaped 
uh, nozzle, which gives it that very distinctive final product look. And now we're talking pink. I wonder what type of pink this is. What hue? Because pink is uh, very much a spectrum of colour. If we got to add a, a colour chart, I wonder if we can um, work out what type of pink it is. Because it's certainly a, a darker pink than the the Big Boss pink. Mm. Big Boss is more a peach pink, I would have said. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, we'll see if we can work that out. Have a bit of a nibble. Let me know what your thoughts are on the musk stick. Very soft. <laughs> mm-hmm. And melt in your mouth. Yep. And very, uh, yeah, very perfumey taste. Yeah. What are you thinking? They're good. Yep. <laughs> it, um, aside from the fact that it melts in your mouth, it fills your mouth with that burst of flavour. Uh-huh. Mm. Again, because it's been kept in plastic, it's a lot softer. Yeah. Are you, do you prefer it when they're harder or softer mustics? I like it softer. Softer? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and colour match the... Uh, <laughs> is it a hot pink? No, it's a little bit lighter than a hot pink. Maybe it's a light pink. It's not a pastel colour. It looks like the colour of his face. Yeah. His face. Having a look on the computer and matching, colour matching... Um, could be orchid or cameo pink, maybe even fairy tale pink, which is a pale purpley pink resembling typical fairy tale outfits. Would you agree with mm-hmm. that? Fairy tale pink yeah. or carnation? Oh, now see, carnation's a little bit darker. Is that <laughs> more a musk stick color? So, carnation pink is a color that represents the carnation flower. And the the particular colour in the Crayola box is uh, number 48, apparently. I think it might be in um, the middle of them two. In between the two? Yeah. In between Carnation and... A bit darker than Carnation, but a bit lighter. Lighter. Lavender pink, perhaps? Lavender would be good, because lavender is quite a, uh, a fragrant flower. Yeah. And so it's a moderately light purplish pink. <laughs> Would you say that mustic is lavender pink? think so. think so? Yeah. So in the red, green, blue spectrum, it's 252, 180, 213. I'm sure that makes sense to somebody out there that knows their colours. Yeah. <laughs> On the uh, spectrum of light, a light purpley pink colour. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, very powerful flavour. Yeah. Mm. Definitely fills your mouth. Yeah. That said, you would have to... Actually, we might compare that after we've had a big boss. I was going to say, do you need to eat more of them to get the same flavour? But I don't think you're going to need to. Uh, Treat-wise, a serving size is 25 grams. And considering the bag itself has 12 servings per pack, that's quite a few, actually. 
Mm, okay. I, I thought there were going to be a lot more sugar than that. Because in 100 gram serves, it's 77.5 grams of sugar. Because it's a majority... It's a sugar stick, basically. Mm. Righto, let's move over to the Big Boss then, which is a uh, caramel-inspired musk stick. Now, this is, mm -hmm. this is the firmness that I prefer. It's got a, a harder um, chew factor to it. But with the ever-so-slight bite down, um, it breaks apart to then melt in your mouth. Mm. How you going there, God Nathan? <laughs> now I'm calling this champagne pink in colour. Uh, a strongly yellow-hued shade of pink. <laughs> what are you What are you thinking, Max? Does that match up? Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of that peachy, but it's definitely a yellowy pink colour. But uh, again, if you're looking for your red, green, blue spectrum of light, it's two four one two two one two zero seven. Fight me if you think I'm right or wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, does it have a, a caramel taste through it, Max? Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. I remember them being a darker, almost a brown caramel colour when I was younger. But I'd say that's because they were trying to model them more after the cigar. Tastes like Jersey caramels. It does have that flavour, yeah. Even the texture. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, a Jersey caramel does crumble quite a bit when you're chewing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there you go. Let us know. 0439 329 713 if you've got some... Memories of Big Bosses and Musk Sticks or head-to-head, -head, which is better, the Musk Stick or the Big Boss? What are you going for, Max? I think uh, Big Boss. Big Boss wins out. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Even though the Musk Stick packs quite a punch for that soothing caramel taste, I'm, I'm going with the Big Boss as well. Mm -hmm. We'll take a break and we'll be back with the sweetest tune. <laughs> Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to share this week's, uh, I was going to say Big Boss song, but it's not quite a Big Boss song. <laughs> it's not quite. Our sweetest tune, do we want to try and do a different one each week <laughs> during the month from Pink? Oh, yeah. Because you were just saying there's only one song of hers you know. Yeah. So, which one is that? Um. I've got my name. <laughs> what about us? Yeah. So, uh, do you know, is it silly me a question to ask? What do you know about that song? Uh, mum plays it a lot. A lot? I, mm. I think your mum is a, a big Pink fan, am I mm -hmm. right? I think she's like a diehard fan like my sister. Has she seen mm. Pink perform live yeah. once or twice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pink, we might feature Pink as the artist for the month then. 
She is well-renowned as a singer, songwriter, dancer and performer. Her shows are apparently incredible to experience live because she has uh, a background in uh, high wire as well mm. as performing. So she'll often be singing whilst <laughs> hanging upside down, <laughs> yeah. which takes quite a lot of effort. So the song that you've chosen, What About Us, was recorded by Pink for her seventh studio album back in 2017. It was the lead single and was written by Pink alongside Johnny McDade and the producer Steve Mack. Um, The video was directed by Georgia Hudson and it's lots of different minority groups all coming together from an abandoned city. And that's kind of the theme of the song. Um, Pink took like a four-year hiatus from performing to focus on her personal life and find inspiration before she released the seventh album. And so she was trying to have as best a normal life that celebrities can have when you think of how full-on it would be to have you know paparazzi at your door 24-7 and everyone scrutinising your life. So she concentrated on that... Um, for about, as I say, four years, and wrote 50 songs, mm-hmm. whilst in almost a, a personal lockdown, I guess you'd call it. And so she says that it was just another day, I was angry about what was happening in the world when I wrote it, and decided to have a discussion with uh, one of her co-writers, Johnny, to develop some ideas, and just wanted to express her discontent, I guess, with the... Uh, the way that the world was moving. So What About Us became the song that she released. So let's have a listen then to Pink with What About Us here on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune this week, and the first of what will be a a pink month for us in in sweetest tunes. So um, here it is. There is What About Us from Pink, our sweetest tune this week on Afternoon Delight. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the one you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try and uh, pink, pinkucate you, edu- educate pink it. I don't know. That's not even a real word. Uh, throughout the month on different pink songs because she has had quite a significant career. Um, yeah, that, that's that's my, my goal by the end of the month to... Uh, to <laughs> See how many different pink songs we can play for you, Max. Uh, it's fast running out of time here yet again on Afternoon Delight. Would you like to teach people how to make their own musk sticks? Okay. That sounds like a plan. Uh-huh. Let's find out. <laughs> Righto, Max, what do we need to make our very own mustics at home? You need mild flavouring cooking oil spray, mm-hmm. four small gelatin sheets, each about seven centimetres by 11.5 centimetres, one tablespoon of liquid glucose, 
half a teaspoon of good quality musk essence, a few drops of pure vanilla extract, two drops of red food colouring, and 250 grams of icing sugar mixture. Right, yeah, so how do we put that all together to make musk sticks? Spray two baking trays with cooking oil spray. Line the trays with baking paper. Oiling the trays first will help the baking paper sheets adhere so they don't slip around when you're trying to pipe the musk mixture onto them. Soak the gelatine sheets in cold water for five minutes or until soft and pliable. Drain and squeeze out the excess water. Put the gelatin in a saucepan with the glucose and 600ml of cold water. I meant 60ml of cold water. Stir over high heat until the gelatin sheets have melted. Remove from the heat and tip into a, into the bowl of an electric mixer fitted with a whisk attachment. When the mixture is cool, add the musk essence, vanilla and food colouring. If using add 125 grams of the icing sugar and beat at low speed until well combined. Increase the speed to high and whisk for one minute or until smooth and evenly coloured. So that little drop of uh, food, red food dye will give you your pink colouring. Yep. Turn your machine off and add the remaining icing sugar. Mix in slowly, then increase the speed to high for about three minutes to assure it is all well incorporated and a little bit thick. Put the mixture into a piping bag fitted with one star one centimetre star shaped nozzle and pipe 10 centimetres lengths onto the baking trays. Leave in a cool tray, cool dry place to set overnight. The musk sticks should be crisp and dry all the way through. They'll keep in airtight containers for several months it makes about 32 mustics seems reasonably easy enough I think even I might be able to do that one (laughs) but very much a a sugar with some more sugar and a bit of sugar added recipe (laughs) so uh, that is how to make your own musk sticks we'll pop that up on the afternoon delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go yourself And we'd better uh, quickly have a break and we'll be back to wrap up the show by unwrapping the Kinder Surprise. Kinder, 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 Kinder. 
Time to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Max is uh, honing into the <laughs> the wrapper. There it is, gone. The two shells mm. just falling apart there. Down to the yellow capsule, and inside mm. is. Well, it's not the cartoon. <laughs> it's no, not a, yes, it's not a kangaroo. Animal. It's got wheels, unless it's some sort of wheeled marsupial. Mm. I believe we have a different type of toy this week. Mm-hmm. What is it? It is a crane type thing. Uh, oh, okay. I could see, yeah, yellow body and wheels. I hadn't seen that it had a bit of a scoop to it. That's a fair, fair old amount of pressure you had to piece it together. So how many pieces was that? Three. Three pieces. Snap it all together and you've got yourself Good. a little yellow crane. Has it got stickers to add or um, let's see. is that it? It could um, be just it. Nope. No. Yep. Plain Jane. All good. <laughs> so bright yellow. Uh, well, it could have at least been pink. We'll have to uh, colour it in with a pink highlighter to make it uh, fit in with our pink up colac theme, eh? But that is it for another week here on Afternoon Delight. If you've got any suggestions for pink themed treats for us to look at across the month, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or visit the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. But for now, goodbye. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm. See ya. See ya. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. While waiting till the middle of a cold, dark night. When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. Then you know the night is always going to be there anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight